All right. Good morning, everybody. Um, so you might have noticed Keith is not here. He is actually talking about this church uh, and how God is moving here at another church. So uh, we have some guests from the station. We have Jimmy Henderson, uh, who's going to be um, uh, leading the word. We've got uh, Brian, but we've, we've got music today. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Jesse. Um, <laughs> so uh, let me open us up in a word of prayer and then we will get started. Lord, thank you for today. Uh, Father, I, I pray that you are glorified in what Keith has to say about uh, how you are using this church, how you are impacting the city, just how you are changing hearts, Lord. I pray that continues today. I pray you um, will join us in this uh, parking lot uh, like we invite you every week. And Lord, thank you for uh, the opportunity to be together as a family. I pray all of this in the name of Jesus. How y'all doing this morning? I've heard a thousand stories of what they think your life, and I've heard tender whisper of love in the dead of night, and you tell me. That you're pleasing that I'm never alone Your good, good Father Who you are, who you are, who you are I'm loved by you It's who I am, it's who I am, it's who I am and I've seen Many searching for answers Far and wide And I know All searching for answers Only you provide Cause you know Just what we need Before we say a word Your good, good Father Who you are who you are, who you are, and I'm loved by you. Who I am, who I am, who I am. You're perfect in all of your ways. You're perfect in all of your ways. So undeniable I can hardly speak, speak so unexplainable And I can hardly think and you call me deeper still and you call me deeper still into love, love Good, good Father, who you are, who you are, who you are, I'm loved by you, who I am, who I am, who I am. Woo, what's up, buddy? How are you? Good to see you, Billy. 
All right, I'm gonna do one more for y'all. <laughs> Sunday morning coming down. I've heard it said that a man could climb a mountain just to be with the one he loves. How many times has he broken that promise? It has never been done. And I've never climbed the highest mountain. But I've walked the hill of Calvary Just to be with you I'll do anything There's no price I would not pay No, just to be with you I'll give everything Give my life away I've heard it said that a man can swim the ocean just to be with the one he loves. And all those dreams, they are empty emotion. It can never be done. And I've never swam the deepest ocean. But I walked upon a raging sea Just to be with you I'll do anything There's no price I would not pay No, just to be with you I'll give everything Give my life away And I know that I don't understand the fullness of my love How I died upon the cross for your sins And I know that you don't realize how much that I gave you And I promise I'll do it all again Just to be with you I've done everything there's no price I did not pay, no Just to be with you, I gave you everything You gave my life away Just to be with you Thank y'all. Jimmy coming up. <clears throat> Get it, Jimmy. Yeah, I won't hold it. <laughs> All right, well, good morning, everybody. All right, I'm going to pause right there because we've all had a great meal. And we're nice and warm. So good morning, everybody. Good morning. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, first and foremost, let me go ahead and say whenever I was planning and thinking through, I didn't think about this weekend. Um, and so, first and foremost, I want to say happy Veterans Day yesterday. We live in a country where we wouldn't have this freedom if it wasn't for those people that uh, gave it all. So, and I think it kind of really works as we kind of look at everything together today. So one of my favorite things, and you know, I'll go ahead and tell you, I'm not Keith, that's okay. Um, but I'm here to share the message that God gave to me. And I wanna make sure that you kind of think through some of this and let's listen and look, look at it together. So I love movies. Um, and there's some famous movie quotes out there. One of my favorites is with Tom Cruise, Jack Nicholson. It's called A Few Good Men. So I want to kind of remind us of the courtroom scene that we see when we look at it. Tom Cruise is setting up. He's got Jack Nicholson on the stand. And he says, Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? He's, and the judge says, you don't have to answer that question. And Colonel Jessup says, I'll answer the question. You want answers? Tom Cruise says, I think I'm entitled to them. You want answers? I want the truth. And what does he say? He says, you can't handle the truth. But then he goes on to share a little bit about this truth. He says, son, we live in a world that has walls. And those walls, well, they, those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's going to do it? You? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? I have, a, I have a greatest responsibility than you can possibly fathom. You weep for Santiago. You curse the Marines. You have that luxury. You have that luxury of not knowing what I know. That Santiago's death, while tragic, probably saved lives. And my existence, while grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saves lives. Today, we're going to be looking at somebody that I think is a great leader. We're going to be taking a look over in Joshua chapter 1. And we're going to be able to kind of get some understanding of, of, of who Joshua is. So let's pray as we get started. Father, Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for this time that we get to share together. Lord, just ask that we're able to hear the truth today. You know what you won't said. You know the truth. You gave us truth. Father, Lord, just pray that we would be able to look to you and your word. Thank you for this time. Thank you for allowing us to get together and be able to fellowship and hear truth. For it's in your name we pray. Amen. So I want to take a look. We're going to look at Joshua chapter one. It says, 
Now it came to pass after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua. Joshua was the son of Nun. He was Moses' servant. And the Lord said, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, cross the Jordan, you and all the people to the land which I have given to you, to the sons of Israel. Every place on which the sole of your feet tread, I have given to you, just as I spoke to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates and all the land of the Hittites and all the far as the great sea towards the setting of the sun will be your territory. No man will be able to stand before you all these, uh, the day of your life, just as I have been with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail, fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous for you shall give the people possession of the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do accordingly to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, so that you may have success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it on the day, all the day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written within it. For, you, for when you will make your way prosperous, and then you will also have success. I have not commanded you, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Lord, we thank you for your word. So I want to take a minute and let's look at who Joshua was. We can sit here and kind of look at several things from this passage. And we have to really kind of understand that Joshua says that he was the son of Nun. Let's think about where Moses brought the people from. Slavery. He brought them out of Egypt. Joshua was one of those sons that were born there. And as Moses brought them out, crossing the Red Sea, Joshua was allowed to be a military leader. If you, if you remember the story of where Moses had to raise his hands whenever, the, whenever they were fighting the uh, Abimelechs, every time he would lower his hand, they would start losing. But every time his hands were up, they would start winning to the point where he had people on his right and left holding his hands up so that that way that Israel would win the war. Joshua was the commanding leader of that war. That's one thing that Joshua was. He also was with Moses whenever he got the Ten Commandments. He went up on the side of the hill up a little ways and he was there. As, as Moses came down the mountain with the commandments. Joshua also was one of the two spies that came back after Moses sent them over to look at this land, this promised land that God was going to give them. And he's one of the two, him and Caleb were the only two that said, hey, let's go in. This is the land that God's given us. Let's take it over. And he was outvoted. 
He also was Moses' assistant. Moses was grooming him to become the next leader for Israel. Also, the word Joshua is a, is a type of who Jesus is. Let me give you it this way. Moses, like Moses, Jesus delivered us from bondage and slavery to sin. And like Joshua, Jesus will bring us an eternal promised land and everlasting rest. So just as Joshua was the one that was going to lead them to the promised land, thanks to Christ for giving us eternal life. So let's, let's look at this again and kind of walk through and let's look and see what God promises to Joshua to be able to share with his people. In verse, verse number one, as I mentioned, it says that Moses was dead. He's gone. And now someone's going to have to step up and be the leader. And God said, Joshua, that's you. Whether you're ready or not, it's your turn. He said, that, therefore, arise, cross the Jordan, you and all the people. Hear these words. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads, I have given it to you. Just as I spoke to Moses from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and all of the far, as far as the great sea towards the setting of the sun will be your territory. That's where you're going. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I've been with Moses, hey, Joshua, I'm going to be with you too. I will not fail you nor forsake you. And here's what he tells to Joshua. He says, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. For you shall give the people the possession of the land which I, I swore to their fathers to give them. Again, he says, be strong and courageous. For you shall give the people possession of the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. And he says again, what is he saying? Be strong and courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may have success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you should meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written. For then you will have, be prosperous in all your ways and you will have success. Have I not commanded you, Joshua? Hey, Joshua, if you hadn't got it yet, I want to make sure you're hearing this, Joshua. Be strong and courageous. Don't be tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So we're not taking over any land. We may all take possession of some things. So kind of read it like this. We aren't fighting a war. We may have battle in our own lives. 
We aren't inheriting the land, though we look forward to Christ's return. We aren't leading any people, even though God calls us to share truth wherever we go. So how can we apply this? What can we do to kind of take this and learn from what, jo- what God is telling to Joshua? First way we can do this is know who we are. We belong to the king. He says, the God who created us, he's the one who formed us in his likeness. He's the one who knows our inward being, our inward parts, everything about us. He's the one who formed us in our mother's womb. He's the one that knitted us together. He's the one that sent Jesus to die on a cross for us, doing something that we could not do for ourselves. He delivered us from bondage, bondage of our own sin, to bring us to that internal promised land that he's going to give us. As believers... We belong to the king because of Christ Jesus. So remember that it's not our righteousness. It's not something we've done, nor could we do. It all belongs to Christ. So it's Christ's righteousness. It's not about how good you are or where your righteousness lie. So I wanted to read Romans chapter 8. And I want us to hear what Paul says about this bondage of sin. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did. Sending his own son in the likeness of sin and flesh, And as an offering for sin, he condemned sin to the flesh. So that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who are according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who are according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For the mind sets on the flesh, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace because the mind set on the flesh is hostile towards God for it does not uh, subject itself to the law of the word for it is not even able to do so in us and those who are in the flesh cannot please God however you're not in the flesh if you're if you're a believer in Christ says you're not in the flesh but in the spirit if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you If anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. If Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, your spirit is alive because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the the spirit he dwells in you. So 
Listen from this way. Remember who we are. We belong to the king. He has given us the spirit to dwell inside of us. He's going to lead our path. Just as he told Joshua, he says, hey, where your foot travels, I'm going to be with you. The spirit lives inside of us. We take him along with us everywhere we go. And he is with us. He says that if Christ in Christ, we are a child of the king. So we have to remember whose we are, because this helps us to live strong and courageous. Let's think about this, because I can go ahead and tell you, I can sit here and talk all day long about saying, let's live strong and courageous. But we're not normally, we, we like to put on a good front that we're strong and courageous. But inside, we, we always think about the negative, right? Always think about some of the things of we're going to fail at. We're going to be weak at. Look, I can give you a list of mine. And people that know me know me well. I can't stand snakes. Um, I'll, I'll, I will tell you, I'll put my wife in front of a snake instead of myself. And I have. Um, I can't handle them. I'm scared of them. Heights. I'm a big boy. Don't put me up somewhere high. I belong on the ground. Okay? So we live in a world where we don't think about being strong and courageous. But God tells us, be strong and courageous. The only way that we can do that is keeping our eyes focused where they should be. We have to focus on who God is and what God is doing in our life. If you finish reading out Romans chapter 8, it says, For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you've received the spirit of adoption as sons. Think about that. We've received the adoptions as sons and daughters of who? The king. that we get to cry out, Abba, Father. And we get to name him as our father. We belong to the king as believers. So it's be strong and courageous. The only way we can do that is where our eyes are focused. Where are we focused at? Where are we headed? So the third thing is it says, don't live in fear. Now, that's, that's hard in this world. Let me go ahead and tell you. Because we just got finished celebrating one of the fearfulest months that we were in. October is known as... What, my, what do we celebrate in, in November? Halloween. Halloween in October, right? So, look, if you walk into my house, we have a plan to scare people. I enjoy it. 
you know, I like I'll try to hide and try to find my kids and scare the mess out of them, even though they're adults, because it's fun. If you go to Miss Jamie's house, you'll see Pennywise and speaking all kinds of voices. If you looked at AL.com this past couple weeks, Homewood School had a Pennywise sitting outside with a with a balloon right beside the school. The world in which we live in sells based on fear. Haunted houses, I was amazed by this. Haunted houses earn three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars a year. Three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars a year. I'm sorry, not thousand. Let me read my notes right because I'm going to get it incorrect. Three hundred million to five hundred million a year. Fear sales. Our culture is engrossed in fear. And a lot of times they want to sell us being afraid of things. And many of us live our live our lives and make decisions out of fear. Because we're afraid we're going to do the wrong thing or we're afraid we're going to do something else. What am I going to miss out on? So we make decisions out of fear. But that's not how, what Jesus wants us to do. He said, be strong and courageous. And, and Jesus' word in Matthew chapter 10, it says, do not, and do not be fear. Do not fear those who kill the body, but, and do not fear those who could kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, Fear him who can destroy the body and the soul. Again, putting our focus back on who Christ is. Keep your life free from money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper I will not fear. What can man do to me? In a world in which we live in fear, God is telling us, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. So as we wrap this up, we need to remember that God's with us. Be strong and courageous and pursue the calling in our lives. Spend time reminding yourself of that. Keep your eyes on who God is. Things might get difficult in your life. He might call you to step into the unknown or come up here and speak, right? But you can be strong and courageous because you keep your eyes on him as you walk every day. One of the best ways that we can do this is to make sure that we have a scheduled time in his word. Remember, he told Joshua, he said, this word, this law I put in your mouth, this book will guide you. It will help you to mature and grow in your faith and better understanding of what the Bible teaches us. It's a great way to stay focused on who God is. 
And as we think about being strong and courageous, remember that God has something incredible for each of us. Think about that. God has something incredible for each of us. So how are you going to step into that story? How are you going to be able to walk in that? We have to keep our eyes on who he is in everything that we do. So let's pray. Lord, your word is truth. And as there's so many things that we can get scared about, we can be afraid about, that we don't want to have confidence in. Lord, we can have confidence in your name. We can have confidence in Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you for what you're going to do, how you're going to lead us. Thank you for sending the spirit to dwell in us. Lord, just go with us as we go through the rest of this week. In your name we pray. Amen.